You step into the small square of shoveled grass in your dooryard, strap the clumsy yet beautiful ash and rawhide snowshoes to your feet, and step out into the snowy woods. Held aloft by billions of snowflakes, you pause and breathe in the winter world. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. Sub-freezing temperatures, high winds, frozen precipitation, and slippery or deep walking conditions can make it hard to spend much time outside on many winter days. But of course, for every other species around here, they don't have a choice. Cozy dens, tree cavities, and that layer of warmer air underneath a thick blanket of snow provide some shelter from winter elements. But having enough fat to provide that extra insulation or getting enough food to keep that metabolic furnace burning is still a big challenge. Ermines swiftly thread their way over and under the snow in search of small mammals to eat. Voles race around in tunnels beneath the snow, scavenging protein-packed seeds. And beavers visit their pantry of sticks stored safely beneath the ice. It can be hard to believe that wild animals would have time for anything beyond day-to-day winter survival right now. However, there are several animals focused on the survival of their species right now, including the red fox, which is in the midst of its breeding season. Red foxes are certainly one of the most elegant mammals in Maine. These sleek canids sport luxurious, thick fur in a dazzling range of oranges and reds, grays and whites, and frequently have black legs and feet. Their thick and pointed long tails, used for balance, communication, and warmth, are often tipped with white, but not always. Red foxes have a surprising range of color morphs, meaning they sometimes are not red at all, but can be gray, black, or even the famous silver fox prized in the fur industry. It should be noted that while red foxes, scientific name Vulpes vulpes, can display a gray color morph, we also have gray foxes in Maine, scientific name Eurocyon scenario argentius, which are an entirely different species. Regardless of their color, red foxes are known for being sly and secretive. We might see just the tip of a tail darting swiftly into the woods on the roadside, or see their tracks skirting the henhouse. The fox has a reputation for being a trickster in human cultures throughout their range, which spreads across most of the northern hemisphere. In fact, there is some evidence that the word shenanigans comes from the Irish word shonach, meaning fox. While we may struggle to see a red fox year-round, their smell this time of year provides a big clue to their whereabouts. The winter landscape tends to be decidedly scent-free, no flowers working to attract pollinators, and no decaying fruits or leaves due to their frozen state. So when we do smell something out in the winter world, it stands out. One of those smells that arises this time of year is the skunky, musky smell of red fox urine. Male red foxes scent mark to announce their territory and their availability to prospective mates. At other times of year, their urine does not smell as skunky. They also use vocalizations as part of their courtship habits. These barks and screams are eerie as we do not hear them often, so few of us are prepared to readily identify the sounds, and they can sound like a human baby in distress. Their courtship behavior now yields litters of around five kits in March or April. Meanwhile, in addition to seeking a mate, red foxes are busily seeking food. Despite their bushy appearance, male red foxes only weigh around 12 pounds. 
This means that they can often walk on top of the snow, allowing them to move quickly and listen for the scurrying of small mammals underneath. They focus their triangle-shaped ears to the sound beneath, pinpointing and anticipating where it will be next, then pounce headfirst into the snow. If they're lucky, they will emerge with a vole between their teeth. If the conditions aren't right for this hunting strategy, they'll dig up forgotten fruits or dine on the carrion of animals for whom winter proved an insurmountable challenge. So now that you know what the fox says, what it looks like, and how it smells this time of year, you are prepared to use all your senses, except perhaps taste, to locate the red fox in your area. You might not see them, but they will probably see you. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Have a nature question that you want us to answer on our show? Simply reach out to us. Theme music was by a pileated woodpecker made available by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Red Fox sounds were courtesy of the National Park Service. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology. (laughs) 